Hey, Sarah. Do I say it now? Well, no, you just, I say, hey, Sarah, and you say, hey, or something. Oh, hey, hi. Sa- <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Sarah. Hello. I want to watch Romain at comedy. How refreshing. A man who doesn't believe in marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I am Justin, and this is... Sarah. And this is romcomcom.com, and like I said, we are going to talk about 27 Dresses today, and let me just start off by saying, I loved it. I, I loved every moment from the first five minutes of this film. I was immediately just salivating, hoping that there was a sequel of some type. Really? It appears as though there is not. I do want to get into that later, because I think huh. I have a good sequel in mind. 28 dresses? Well, but the 28th dress she already wore. That was the wedding dress. Yeah. Before we get into it, 27 dresses. <laughs> it is a 2008 film directed by Anne Fletcher, starring everybody's favorite, Katherine Heigl and James Marsden. I went to a wedding this weekend. Mm-hmm. This movie resonated with some of the themes at that wedding. Mm. Um, for example... The whole crux of the film is she's been a bridesmaid 27 times. And in the opening of the wedding I went to, Mm -hmm. the priest officiant actually started with always a bridesmaid and she's finally the bride. What? Yeah. That's kind of rude. I know. I was kind of thinking like, can you... Can you do Tone that? Tone it down there, buddy. Yeah. He <laughs> did the always a bridesmaid, never a bride thing. And it was just kind of like awkward for like, me in a way. Well, you're never a groom either, buddy. Yeah. One, well, it, it was, uh, well, actually it was one of those, not a priest. It was like an officiant. Oh. So he did talk about his family and all that. So Ugh. he is married. So what did you think of this movie? Just, uh, you had a different <laughs> opinion. I, think, well, I spent matter. most of the time staring at Catherine Heigl, trying to figure out if she was mean in real life. <laughs> I will say this, the meat cute in this movie, I have a note here that says meat cute, good meat cute, but she seems like a bitch. So in the meat cute, I thought she came across not so hot. Oh no. And I thought it was a good meat cute though. She is supposed to be like the nicest, most accommodating person in the world. And the only person in that whole movie that she's mean to is James Marsden. Yeah. And she spends all of her time berating him and he just is like... It's like water off his back. He just keeps coming back. Like, hey, remember me? I really like I James. I stole your planner. I'm still kind of an a-hole, but I'm here again. <laughs> so it, I guess we're getting ahead of ourselves. The movie starts out with uh, Catherine Heigl as a young girl. Uh, mm-hmm. And she figures out that she loves helping people with weddings and apparently just wants to get married. And from there, it flashes forward to her. Um, and she I, seems to have like a need to fill her mother's shoes, kind of. Since, oh, I guess I didn't pick up on Since her mom that, is right. dead, like she has this real need to protect her sister and become her mom. And she kind of does that for everyone else. That becomes her personality. Mm-hmm. I can no, I can I can see what you're saying. Oh gosh, the protect the sister thing. Well, so either way, she is. We are immediately thrust into a situation where she is bouncing between two weddings on the same night mm-hmm. and appears to be a maid of honor in each. Two very different. And has a women. creepy cab driver. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Even though she tells him not to look, still sneaks peeks at her. I mean, I've never been a cab driver, an Uber driver, but I'm pretty sure, like, if a girl was changing in the back seat, I would be eyes glued forward. Like, this is creepy for both of us. Yeah, like, I don't want to be in this situation. This is my profession. Why are you? (laughs) Well, and why couldn't she, if she is presumably jumping between weddings and had to change between two dresses to keep it secret that she was going back and forth, Uh 
there's not like a like a McDonald's or a Subway or something next door I guess to the that would venue. Take more time. Well, but yeah, most but... cabs also have a partition that in every crappy cab I've ever been in is somewhat opaque because of like being dirty or being scratched mm-hmm. and has the credentials of the cab driver stuck to it. So there's a good amount of like not being able to see back there anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, I would just think the mechanics of changing into, I've not worn many dresses in my life, much less 27, but the mechanics of getting in and out of a, a bridesmaid's oh, yeah. dress, like it's somewhat tight. Yeah. Her hair didn't look disheveled at any moment. I know, and I mean, she had two different hairstyles. I mean, it's, you know, the wonders of the movies. Well, but... yeah, but I mean, you know, give me some, some <clears throat> I guess, believability there. I will tell you what immediately jumped out at me after this. So there, she's bouncing between weddings, and at mm-hmm. one of the weddings, she has her sassy best friend. Yeah, oh. Judy Greer. Oh, my God. She's my favorite. I loved her. Wasn't she in Arrested yeah. Development? Yes, she was. Oh, she was so good. She's the secretary. She's so great. Yeah. Oh, I loved I'm her. I'm up here, Michael. Eyes up here. I loved her through yeah. this whole movie. She's fantastic. She's the only one with any sense. She was just... And abs- she's drunk all the time. So what's not to like? Oh, abs- I thought she was a much more just interesting and dynamic character <laughs> yeah. than <laughs> Catherine Heigl's character. Yeah. So it was, there was a lot more depth there. We'll yeah. get to that. Let me just say my sequel idea mm-hmm. really centers on her. But oh, we'll, all but right. We'll, but we'll get to that. I like that. Um, so the other thing that this jumped right to my mind in my notes... Does anyone like being a bridesmaid this much? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> she has a weird thing. But does like, this, this person on her? Does this person exist? Oh no, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean she's really repressed. Like really. Like she's she's not right in the head. And that's sad. I mean, it's kind of, it's sad. If I wasn't spending so much time trying to wonder what Catherine Heigl's personality would be like, I would be like, this, this girl needs help. And I guess that's what James Marsden's character sees is like, this girl needs help. This is a great story for me to write, you mm-hmm. know? But no, I, no. I mean, it's again, <laughs> not reality, but... It's fun for the storyline. I mean, the most I've seen like this at a wedding is the bridesmaid that's much more invested than she needs to be and is kind of like takes over for the bride and starts sticking her fingers and everything. Yeah. Like I've been to ones where the bridesmaid comes in and starts fixing all of her ties. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's like the perfect person. Like Mm. she's, she's. Kind of like a wedding planner. That's what almost. I kind of... I, it takes initially. care of every detail. Well, initially when they showed her planner, I thought that's where it was going to go. Like, yeah. oh, you were so good at this. I had you in my wedding, but... Yeah, it's more of a liaison. So we go past this. We get the wedding over with, and she mm-hmm. hops in the cab and has a meet cute with our, our, our lovely James Marsden. Oh, really quickly. Oh, yes. <laughs> all, these, <laughs> all these brides, you know, they say the classic thing, like, and then you can just shorten it and wear it again about the bridesmaids dresses mm-hmm. and i totally said that myself like at your wedding you mean oh yeah then that's what i was thinking like i'll let them pick their own and then they can wear it again which never never happens never I, that that was actually and the fact that she said that in the movie like i laughed out loud i was like oh my god i said that same thing have you had it said to you as well uh no because i've actually only been in two weddings mm-hmm. apparently i'm wildly unpopular what and you know what? You bring up a really good point I had later. 27 yeah. weddings that you were not just invited to, 
but in. You are in that wedding. Yeah. I can count. I think people are using her. That's, I mean, that's what it definitely should. I don't even know if I have 27 friends, period, in my whole life that I feel like I should be invited well, to the Family members, wedding. too. But yeah. They never addressed it. They never said that in it, though. They made it. They made it seem very clear that it was. And there's no backstory about any of these people. I wanted one but, for a few of them. Yeah, like the scuba diving. The scuba diving one was good. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to <laughs> We're that. We're getting we get ahead there. of but, ourselves. So, so either way, they have the meet cute. She loses her planner. She blows him off completely. He is charming as all get out. I, I mean, I, I, I like got the a great guy. smile, I, he, great dimples. He just seemed like a, he seemed like he'd be fun to hang out with. Yeah, they, they <laughs> then part ways. <laughs> He has her planner. Yeah, she leaves her purse in the... Which makes her seem... In the uh, cab. I do have one note here. At one point, I think they must have done the the famous the First Corinthians, the love is patient, mm-hmm. love is kind. You were not at Tim's wedding, right? No. Okay. Have you ever heard the love is patient story from Tim's wedding? No. So, I guess, quick aside. At Tim's wedding, good friend of ours, I was a groomsman at the wedding. Mm-hmm. And... At one of the last moments, he made the mistake of going, would you like to do a reading? So, of course, my eyes light up because, you know, yeah. And he hands me First Corinthians. and Which is I, not something I would think Tim would choose. But I, I mean, I think it, it, it almost seemed like it was a thing thrust upon him at the last moment, maybe. Mm. So I get it. And I'm just like, oh, I got to do it. But I got to run it by him. So I said, Tim, can I, can I have some fun with this thing? Nothing inappropriate, nothing bad, but... Can I just mm-hmm. have some fun with it in normal Tim fashion? Oh, oh yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do what you, do what you gotta do, no. man. And so <laughs> the time comes in the wedding and I'm up there and you know, I, I go up to say it. And it's an outdoor wedding. No uh, microphones awesome. or anything like mm-hmm. that. And so years of tour guiding, I spoke from the diaphragm loudly <laughs> and with excellent diction. And I started I with... Like I need to sit up. <clears throat> this is... And I started with... And, and I'll have to describe this. This is a very good visual thing for a podcast. Love is patient. <laughs> then I bit my finger oh, a little no. bit. <laughs> love, it, love is kind. And I stood back for a second and I caught myself and then I kept going through it. And there's a photo from Tim's wedding of my back, Tim and Emily, his bride. Tim is Tim and Emily are both fighting back smile <laughs> and you can see all the bridesmaids down the row looking very concerned for me oh no uh, it was excellent and when we got done he gave me uh, a little bit of hell for it but Aww. it was great were you single at the time i was single at the time i did not have a good showing at that wedding mm. i was um because that seems like it could have started you off on a good foot oh no i I did start off on a good foot. I had, (laughs) you know, it was a a bunch of single doctors and they were all very nice. We were having fun. And I'm telling you, like, I was doing real good. And and then I got a little cocky and had a little more to drink. And by the end of the night, John John was dragging me out. King of the world. John was dragging me out of their hot tub, telling me it was time to go home and that I'd had too much. So I shot the mood a little bit at that wedding. You're so excited. I just, it was. Did you hear me cry through 1 Corinthians? Oh my God. I got to find this photo and show it to you at some point. I don't think it's on Facebook or I would. Okay. So back to 27 dresses. So. Yes. um, Oh, I liked that. Um. He likened believing in marriage to believing in Santa. And I noticed that because I have a six-year-old who's on the cusp of figuring out that maybe Santa isn't a real person. Oh, no. Even though I keep trying to convince her he is. And she was standing there 
watching during that part of the movie. Oh, no. She's like, Santa? What? I'm like, uh, it's fine. It's all about belief. And then I was like, oh, you know, that's kind of true. <laughs> you know, you got to believe in marriage so, I mean, are, for are, it to be real. So did you have a moment where you really were like, 27 dresses kind of really pin the tail on the donkey, so to speak? I guess. Yeah. I was like, that's not a bad analogy. Oh, man. Yeah. It's a, Okay. So then they leave the wedding. And is this, this is the part where her sister comes in from out of town, right? yes sister comes in from out of town well first she goes through all those damn dresses or no, no the dresses later? are later we're, we're, that's after james marston that's after. Fine. okay yeah. so okay so it, I, I suggest you guys watch this movie we're probably gonna get some things out of order yeah. excellent film let yeah. me just repeat that again with great enthusiasm <laughs> uh so either way they, they part ways she goes to work we realize that she's in love with her boss um yeah he doesn't realize Yes. Who in real life is married to Christy Turlington. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. So she's in love with her boss, blah, 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 blah. She's going to, her sister comes in town. She picks her sister up. Her sister comes out with her later in the night or meets her later in the night, mm-hmm. immediately hits it off with the boss that she never had the, the guts to speak to. I don't think I've been in this exact position, but I had a one night, I went out with some friends and made it very clear, like, oh, we're going out with this group of, you know, girls. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, out of this group of girls... I think that one is the cutest. I would very much like to talk to her throughout the evening. Made this very clear to my friend. I didn't mm-hmm. say anything vulgar, which I know is kind of shocking. Mm-hmm. I just said, she seems interesting. She seems cute. By the end of the night, it's like the minute I said that, it green lit it for him. And he mm-hmm. went right after and they're making out on the dance floor by the end of the night. And I just remember saying to him, like, come on, man. Like, really? Yeah. Like, I, it's like, it's like the minute I expressed any interest. So I don't know this sinking feeling. Yeah. But I mean, it's clear that she hasn't talked to her sister in a while because she doesn't feel comfortable telling her sister how she feels about her boss. Mm. You know, it's the first thing I noticed. And then her sister just like doesn't seem to care anyway. It's mm. just like, I'll just do what I want. Yeah, but I feel like is a, if you had a sibling <laughs> and you saw them really happy with someone, that would also probably be a push and pull of emotions. You know, like mm. you don't want to be selfish, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have a brother, so I kind of got to imagine what it would be like. <laughs> so either way, they fall in love. They, She realizes that her shot's kind of gone. And eventually James Mar- or, yeah, James Marsden gets back in contact with her to give her a planner. Mm-hmm. Was that when they went to the cake? They went to go look at cakes and he showed up with the planner or? Yeah, because he had this, he had this pretense that he was going to write about his, about her sister's. Oh. Mm-hmm. wedding for the for the for the some style area yeah newspaper i assume it's the new york times kind of but they just didn't say it yeah so yeah so they meet she gets mad at him he makes it clear he needs to continue interviewing her so that he can get to know the bridesmaids mm-hmm. and the family so he can write this just gushing article about them but in reality he's trying to find an angle on her story because it's so interesting and he thinks it will be good enough to get him out of writing about weddings because that's his main mm-hmm. his main impetus for interacting with her is he's trying to find a story that'll get him out of writing about weddings even though everyone loves his wedding writing. oh yeah they they kind of touch on that real quick that she's mm-hmm. saved this guy's articles mm-hmm. and then she continues to kind of be even after she finds that out she continues to be a little standoffish with him yeah well uh, she feels like he's lying to her yeah 
Because he has a pen name or whatever. Mm-hmm. A, a plume, plume, plume de, plume de, uh, nom, something like that. Nom de plume. Nom de plume. <laughs> so then he eventually goes to her house. And this is the scene that we have mentioned several times. Yeah. Where we see. Where he does exactly what I would do and says, why are you using all this closet space for these dresses? Oh, why I, are you I taking have, up so much space with these damn well, things? Well, I have written down right here, um, in real life, in real life, this person has an I apartment full of 75 cats. I mean, this is a... Pr- She's not right in the head. No, this is, a, like, this is an unwell woman, it, yeah. it appears to me. Yeah. Especially with some of those, like, I could see... Okay, so they pull out the first dress, and I mm. didn't think it was that bad looking. But then they get bad quickly, mm. and and again, like if it's if this woman They're in real good. life, you don't keep this. No, is that what you do? It's funny though. Like I said, I've been, I've been in, like a few weddings as doing readings, but I've only been a bridesmaid in two, and I have both those dresses still. I don't know why. So maybe I'm. <laughs> well, so you could you could get them maybe uh, I'm cut, wrong. cut up higher and right. just wear it, just wear it out and about. Maybe I'm, you know, the cat. Or the pot, the pot calling the, the kettle, kettle black. black, or the cat. Well, and I guess this is the other thing that gets me about weddings, guys versus girls. Like being in weddings for guys, not really that cheap. Being in weddings for girls, crazy yeah. expensive. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I did really back of the envelope math here. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's really back of the envelope math. Twenty-seven dresses as, as a bridesmaid. We're assuming in town. And mm-hmm. I know that this is low end. If figures. you're not traveling, yeah, yeah, not traveling. So I'm saying between everything, mm-hmm. gift, dress, hair, going to some bachelorette sort of party, bachelorette party, shower. I'm, I'm saying fifteen hundred to two grand a wedding, and I think that's not for. An, that's not. I think that's on the lower Especially end, Especially in New could, York. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So twenty-seven. That we're at fifty-four thousand dollars. If you do the math in this movie, and it's psh- probably been about 10 years well, maybe she's 28 in is this. she 28 okay. if i by the math i did so she's probably about 28. Like eight years at the that why well, had at, at about 22 is when i started going to weddings mainly mm-hmm. so you're talking six years fifty four thousand dollars over six years that's almost 10 grand a year Oof. on just weddings but is that all she does it looks like her entire social life is consumed mm. by it I get, but then out of that, then that fifteen hundred to two grand probably goes higher because mm-hmm. you're probably buying a better gift. You're probably going out afterwards. Mm-hmm. I, I guess my point is, her job looked like she probably did okay, but oh my! I looked God. it up. Um, okay, so the average executive assistant in New York in that year, two thousand eight, had an average of seventy thousand dollars. So she's spending, that's like... More than a tenth of her salary. That's like 12, 13% of her salary. Is just... Pre-tax. Pre-tax. Yeah. Oh, oh my. This woman is not not well. No. Oh, no. You gotta learn to say no, man. Absolutely. Oh, no. What was your favorite dress? I like the antebellum ridiculousness. That was fun. The southern theme wedding? Yeah. Or the, the girls dressed as men. That was fun. Yeah, that was a fun one. I mm-hmm. I think the Southern Bell one was mm-hmm. my favorite. Again, this I guess with this movie to me, it made me really look at and question the weddings I've been to, and if I've just been to too small of a sample <laughs> size and I've missed out on some things yeah. like tropes. 
Uh, never been to a theme wedding? I know. Do they, look they exist? Fun. But do they exist? Yeah, but not very often. Oh my god, I would just. But they do. But you got to be kind of nerdy and really into something to oh, dedicate oh your god. wedding to it. I would love to go to a, like a the. And it's usually wedding. I feel like the guy who's pushing that theme. Well, I've seen like Star Wars themed one. Yeah. And I get that because I like. There aren't a so- lot of girls that are like yes. Well, and I've seen somewhere it's like lightly themed, like oh, the cake is a video game, or right. That's not. I want one that is like full on, yeah, Southern gentleman. Mm-hmm. I bet if I bet Joe would have done that. I bet if he would have been given free <laughs> reign, he wore a seersucker suit to my wedding. Oh, he wears that thing everywhere. Does he? Um, yeah, but I got married first, so it was uh, special, uh, <laughs> right? So, right, Joe? I oh, wrote... my favorite line in the whole movie we skipped over. What? It's when she... What? It's what? when she... <laughs> it's when she sees her sister with her boss mm-hmm. and realizes, like, they're falling for each other. And then she walks in that other room and just screams motherfucker at the top of her lungs. <laughs> that's not a line. That's just a swear word. Well, no, but it's, if it's still in the movie, <laughs> in that moment, I'm like, I do that at least twice a day. Where oh, I just no. have this breakdown moment where I just scream at the top of my lungs and immediately regret it. It. I I I I underlined it. I wrote I love it and I underlined it. Uh, and in the classic classic romance, since I watched a lot of holiday romances this Christmas, mm. her parents had perfect love and her mom is dead. That is like the classic setup. Mm-hmm. Like, and I always wanted a love like my parents. Oh, had. I mean, this movie like, is a by the number, paint by numbers romantic yeah. comedy. I don't say that in a bad way, but you're a, mm-hmm. you're a hundred percent right. Yeah. And then I wrote, her sister's either oblivious or an asshole. And then I wrote, both. Because <laughs> she is. Oh, I've never met anybody that got married like super duper Yeah, quickly. how long is that montage? They never really establish it's a time like frame. Six weeks? It seems like it though. Yeah. Because how could she, I feel like if she was hiding, so at one point the sister the the boss is a, a vegetarian and loves animals and, and outdoors hiking, and all this hiking and... and the sister doesn't like that i feel like if she's hiding that for six weeks she's pretty much becoming a vegetarian at that point unless she's yeah. sneaking out to go eat ribs last minute well because that's what that picture oh uh, yeah again make it's a movie it's a trope <laughs> i doubt this happens in real life but like no i it's would all for the movie. i wouldn't want to be with someone that i had to like incessantly lie to call me lazy but that's a lot of work. Well, I think that's the problem is that she's, it's like she's stunted in her development. Maybe because mm, I guess you got a point. Catherine yeah. Heigl's character has been mothering her her whole life and this she has movie, never figured out her own life. This movie has a lot more depth than I think I ever realized. <laughs> it can get dark quick. No, it, well, no, you want to go dark quick? This guy during the dress try-on scene is busting out a camera for all of these dresses. She never at one point goes like, hey, uh, what's the deal with you taking all these pictures of me in my apartment? I I don't know you. And I don't like you. And then all of a sudden switch. Let's look at my dresses and have a fashion show. Yeah, someone takes a picture of me doing anything. I'm usually like, okay, buddy, wait, let's just slow. Where's this? Why do you need this? Is this Snapchat or what? (laughs) What are you going to be doing with this? And she'd have a really good case to sue him. You know, because those pictures then oh, showed yeah. up on the New York Times or that's a, whatever. That's a really... The New York Journal. 
Isn't that what it was called? Probably. I don't know. Again, it seems like you were paying attention much better. I was just, I was in love with the whole movie. James Marsden's character, apparently his name is Kevin, because I wrote that here. Although his nom de plume is Malcolm. (laughs) Well, it's his middle name. I thought Malcolm was his middle name. Was his middle name? I thought he said that because he went by it so brides wouldn't chase him down His wardrobe. Did we dress like that in 2008? I don't Uh, know. It's like he dresses like a baggy teen. Like all his pants are all like big and loose. He's wearing like two T-shirts. Well, I'm not going to lie. I did. I did in in high school. Well, that's high school. Oh, I guess he is an adult. Yeah, yeah, he's like 30. Well, look at Friends. I mean, even 90s fashion in there was a little little baggy, a little sloppy. 2008. Oh, this is 2008. And they had flip phones. So I don't know. Yeah, you're right. He did look a little... A little disheveled. Huh. A little baggy. Well, maybe that's why she... Enough for me to notice. Um, So at this point, she and he... Why did they go on a road trip again? I forget. I honestly blanked on that part. Okay, so they go on a road trip <laughs> for, for some, some reason. reason. <laughs> they go on a road trip up to something because she's helping plan her sister's wedding. Yeah. And he tags along. There's a huge <laughs> rainstorm. They get stuck because she's yelling at him about the about the news article and then they go into a like off the side of the road and end up at some bar oh i love this scene yeah and then it's like rom-coms cannot help themselves like i we just gotta go for it we gotta of course they're gonna dance on the bar mm-hmm. and sing benny and the jets and right before that i have one note here that was just a magical moment i rewinded three times to rewatch it what? in that bar they're talking in the bar and he says something about i forget like what drink he wants or something that it's something about wanting to get drunk mm-hmm. um and you can just see the guy directly next to him at the bar nod furiously for about <laughs> you can catch him in the background for about two seconds he's got to be an extra that just broke and started nodding just as fast as <laughs> yep. he can mm-hmm. but like that's three times I responded. <laughs> That's funny. And I like the Benny and the Jets. Have you ever had a moment like this in a bar? Uh, Where like the whole bar comes together for like at one... At a college party, but I don't think at a bar. No, at the field house, we all started singing <laughs> Billy Joel for the longest time. It's like everyone just went, Whoop, and it came on the jukebox and everyone's like, if you said good, and it's like, oh... Here we go. That's and it's. I do have. I do have written here. Well, you do have to be pretty drunk. Oh my, my God! Yes, but everybody deserves a moment like that where it's just yeah. a bunch of people you don't know for two to three minutes. You come together, yeah, and you just get so excited. I mm-hmm. there's a bar downtown Columbus over by the West End. I cannot think of the name of it, but if you're ever in Columbus, everybody <laughs> go check it out. Just you li- can sing there. Yeah, you can sing. Well, no, they love singing. We went on. I went there with your husband. He he stabbed me in the back with a bar stool. He what? Was, yes. <laughs> I don't know this story. It, it's, what is it with him throwing furniture? It was when we went and watched, um, gosh, to anybody listening, this, this is going to sound like a series of impossibly more <laughs> ludicrous sentences. We went to watch the Columbus Symphony with Nelly. And oh, it was yeah. sold out. Uh-huh. And so, so Brian, you jumped the fence or whatever? Well, no, he was going to jump the fence. Then he just went to a bar instead. So while we mm. were just drinking beer, he was slamming cocktails by himself. Sure. So we mm-hmm. go to this little bar and like he shot the moon over all of us. He almost falls through the window oh, and no. then stabs me in the back with a chair. And Why I was like, have it? time to Why go. Why did he pick it up? I don't remember, <laughs> but it made sense. It was pretty oh. funny. So I was talking to a bartender and with a hotel right by at the Westin, weddings go there every oh, weekend. Fine. And I said to the, the, the bartender, 
you know, does this happen every weekend? He went, it's 50-50 usually, but during the summer, we usually get people in here. I'm like, oh, is it is it usually different every time? He's like, no, it's exactly the same. They come in, they order a bunch of drinks, they get shots for the bar, the bride and the groom get on the bar and dance oh. and think that they're the first ones to ever do it. Oh. Someone orders pizza, I get tipped really big. It's an awesome time, but it's the same thing every time. <laughs> you have to make sure they don't fall off the bar. Sure enough, 15 minutes later, in comes the bridal party. Shut up. And we were there, bride and groom oh got up, gosh. someone ordered pizza, Stephanie tried giving the bride a coupon on for a free burrito and uh, <laughs> the bride didn't like it enough so drunk stephanie oh. almost went back up to her to get to the take it she back. almost she for like 10 minutes she's like i don't think she'd like that free. drunk stephanie's the best oh yeah she's going i gave, uh, I gave that she's not grateful burrito. enough that's exactly what's happening oh, and, and no. of course she's going should i go get the burrito coupon back and drunk justin well he just loves to stoke the fire so i'm going yeah. oh yeah oh no <laughs> okay. are we allowed to say the name of that bar I don't know the name of that bar. I thought you were talking about Char Bar. No, that's not Char Bar. Uh, it's we can say the name of the bar. Yeah, it's uh, it has a Bale Bondsman I think upstairs too. Oh, that place. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's an awesome. It's it's like a huh. one of the best holes in the wall. It's great pointy bar stools. Oh, and they very the, pointy. If you're looking to stab someone with a bar stool, <laughs> I gotta tell you, that's the place. Um, okay, so after this scene, Catherine and Heigl and he sleep together and in a tiny car. It's yeah. gotta be the worst. And she kept saying she never does. I never this. do this. I, I never do this. I know you told me. There's so very little about why what's james marsden thinking he could do so much better than this crazy woman with yeah. all these dresses she's really pretty no she is but as we've guys like that now you're right and it put up with a lot for that but like you're saying she's not well no and then she slaps him and i wrote is it okay to slap a guy because <laughs> it's kind of like you know we should probably stop physically hurting men mm. you know we're so obviously you know it's a good idea to be against the physically hurting woman but in almost every one of these movies a guy gets slapped mm -hmm. and it's a, a comedy thing and i'm like when is that gonna change and it, no it's not good no it's not it, i can say i think i've been slapped a couple times you have but yes but no in my defense i, I think a couple of them you we were younger and it was like it seemed like that was the thing that you did to yeah. end an argument i don't remember the exact saying one mm. of them i deserve flat out even if a girl says all kinds of crazy crazy things you can never slap her you know and i just don't think i'm just waiting for i don't know no you're right there's just the whole the idea just not it didn't like offend me per se but i was like huh that's probably something that we shouldn't keep having in these rom coms. no I, I i agree i get what you're saying a hundred percent it's just throwing your drink is also very similar but it's not i have not had a drink thrown so in my face i much don't think assault you know when it's just no, it's no. it's lazy it's lazy writing yeah you know too it's like you make her use her words more powerfully i mean you can dig yeah you can dig it some more uh that bar we were talking about is called <laughs> the main bar I oh believe. well there you go so an easy name okay so no one's ever gonna find it yeah so they sleep together and then all of a sudden the next day the story comes out james marsden has written a oh yeah it came out that it came out day. the next day she is understandably perturbed but in james marsden's defense he the story was not ready he did not know it was going to press right i don't think he's the villain here what's her name from the office 
Oh, my gosh. Oh, wait, Michael Scott. Yeah, Jan. Oh, my gosh, she's going to drive me crazy. She's in Transparent as well. I am going to be a very little help here. I didn't really uh, watch yeah, a ton yeah. in the office. She's his editor. So either way, she gets mad. Then the sister gets mad because the sister's wedding she's helped plan. She gets mad because she was basically called a bridezilla in it, mm-hmm. which in all fairness, she, she was being, Yeah, she was being a terrible person, like you said earlier. Right. Um, and it wasn't actually about her, which the I, article. Which I think was also an yeah. underlying thing, is she wanted to be the center of attention and mm-hmm. made it clear you're mad. I did not like her sister in this. I think I like that actress in general. Malin Ackerman? I can look it up. Uh, Maylene Ackerman. Mm-hmm. Either way, so I, I like her in general. I think that's a testament to, I guess, how good of an actress yeah. maybe she is. Mm-hmm. That she yeah, I really like, did not like her. Yeah, and then not she, at all. And she is a likable person. So, mm-hmm. um, and I did actually write here, like you said, can they use those photos without permission? And I no. don't think so. No. And I'm pretty sure that that would have gotten squashed by legal. Um, or the editor, if she had any brains. Yeah. So then, you know, Catherine Heigl. Catherine Heigl gets into an argument with them. Don't talk to me. That type of thing. And mm-hmm. she slapped. That's when she slaps him. That's the slap of of mm-hmm. the the great slap of two thousand eight. Twenty twenty odd eight. Then shoot, I kind of forget where it goes from here. I th- think she talks to her friend, played by Judy Greer, who's amazing. Who I said is a drunken angel on her shoulder, <laughs> and steals the show. Mm-hmm. She talks some sense into her about how you need to. Do things for yourself, you know. Oh, she she meets her sister at the dress fitting. Oh, that's right. And that's when she snaps. Yeah. Because her sister ruined her mom's wedding dress. Presumably is some type Which of pissed me retro- off so much. Just the premise like, or thank God she yelled at her because if she didn't tell her what an idiot she was then, mm-hmm. then she was really lost. It, that seems like one of those things too earlier in the movie she's like oh yeah no i'll get mom's dress and if you want to wear it at yours or like mm-hmm. she acknowledges that this could become an issue and like kind of nips it in the bud immediately and is like well no 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 this is what we'll do then mm-hmm. does not do that yeah that is a bad sister yeah and that's just, and you know knowing that your you know mm-hmm. a sibling is that much in love with she weddings. cares more about what it looks like than the the meaning behind it you know just like she does with her relationship Again, it comes down to, like, just do not like that character. That girl does such a good job seeming like a brat. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I think the dress she had made really, I didn't care for it. So either way, then the dress fitting goes badly. They have kind of a a row because of that, because she uses parts of the mom's dress and cuts it up. And Mm -hmm. is like, there's a pile of crap over there that you can use if you want to make your dress if you ever get married. And it's Mm -hmm. like, like, tell you, lady. Right. then we're at the rehearsal dinner, right? Where she just has a meltdown? Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. She had asked her Catherine Heigl to make a slideshow for her wedding and, oh, use these pictures, only and do this speech. No, she didn't say use these pictures. She said, you've got all the family pictures, so you can put That's the slideshow right. together. But make sure you stick exactly to this script so that we don't have any more unscripted moments. And she's like, okay. <laughs> so she does. <laughs> She sticks exactly to that script, but she turns it around on her by putting pictures that are very unflattering up mm-hmm. so that when she says all the nice things, it seems like she's being ironic because the pictures show her sister eating meat with her engagement ring on. So it shows that she was eating meat even when she was engaged to her vegetarian boyfriend and 
pushing a kid's face out of the way and trying to avoid a dog instead of being friendly to it and all the things that her husband cares about she's disregarding in these pictures well, let's not forget pedro yeah the, uh, he's he, starting a cleaning surface yeah it was uh the the, <laughs> the Catherine heigl's boss has a little brother like in programming the brothers brother. yeah. yeah and he she has been having him clean the apartment i didn't see why that actually got him that mad because she was paying him he was yeah. starting a business i think that he got mad about for no reason she was encouraging a young entrepreneur I mean, seriously, she was paying him. It's not like she was, it was like... Yeah, it just depends on whose idea it was. Yeah, I was on board with everything other than that. So, then the wedding falls apart. Yeah, I think it was, she was supposed to be hanging out with him. She was supposed to be playing with him, keeping him company. And instead, she paid him to clean her house. <laughs> you know, he's all about that hustle these days. <laughs> and and so then the wedding falls apart. And here here is an interesting note that I it kind of made me think... I don't, I've, I've never known a wedding to fall apart last minute. I'm sure that they do. Mm-hmm. I assumed when I was younger, though, movies always made it seem like the does anyone have a reason these two should not be wed thing? Mm-hmm. Movies always made it seem like that happened. They made it seem like that was a normal thing. That yeah. Of course, you're going to go to a wedding one day and someone's going to stand up. And, and say that. Yeah. And I don't think it was until I went to probably like three or four weddings that it really hit me. Like, they don't even do that part anymore. And no one would have the guts to do anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but prior to that three or four times, I, I vaguely remember uh, going to a bar one night, having a little too much to drink, and later that night writing, not for anyone specific, but if I were to interrupt a wedding, making an outline of what I would say. Oh my. I know, but not for anyone specific, just like, you know, in case. Just you know, in case, yeah, let me write this down. Yeah, I was like, this is a good drunk <laughs> idea to do. And I got to tell you, from what I remember of it, it was probably pretty good. Oh, I think it was pretty where good. Where is that paper now? I have, oh, it was in the garbage the next day. I don't oh, even, if I ever you find. You hang on to things like that. No. If I ever find writings the next day from from when I've been drinking, I am, I do not even look at them. I throw them out. You should just put them in a box and look at them in five years. I get, sad, I get embarrassed so bad about oh, everything. No. I remember one time. That's hilarious. One time. It's a treasure trove. One time I was dating a girl and <laughs> I had written a, and it was like, it was on post-it notes and it was like 10, 15 post-it notes. Cause that's all she had. She had gone to bed and I stayed up watching Saturday Night Live or something and had, had drafted a letter to the mayor of Detroit oh, wow. about like, uh, um, <laughs> oh, no. how I should start at like an indoor garden in a building. And I just remember her walking into the room the next day and going, what are these? Oh and there were like my. really bad diagrams and things drawn. I was like, oh God, I oh need to really no. just pull things together. <laughs> so either way, I did that same thing at one point, but with a uh, uh, a wedding interruption thing. Hmm. And again, I just thought that was a thing, but it's not. No. Not a thing. Well, and then they queued up a Ray LaMontagne song, which I thought was perfect during the sad you know, denouement, or not denouement, was the part before when she's learning things before they all come together at the end. And I can't remember, but I knew that Ray LaMontagne song within like two or three chords because Brian plays it constantly <laughs> all the time. Is it Be Here Now by Ray LaMontagne? It is. I'm looking at the, I'm oh, looking at the list great. of the... Of I the... can't think of the chorus. This actually is, now that I'm looking at this soundtrack, this is not a bad soundtrack. Yeah. You got Carly Simon, you got Cindy Lauper, mm-hmm. you got 
bad company, Elton John, of course. So well, yeah. So either way, they have this falling out. The wedding doesn't come together. Catherine Heigl then is going to go with her boss to a function, and it all kind of breaks down in their interaction to where she admits to being in love with them. They <laughs> mm-hmm. kiss. They realize there's no spark. She immediately just quits. I just can't understand how you've been in love with this guy for so long, and then it's just like, no. Yeah, same thing. Because it's, I, I mean... <laughs> it's like, we don't have time for this in the movie, so... <laughs> <laughs> so we got to get out yeah. quick. Because, I mean, I've had some lackluster first kisses. Yeah, but if you've pined away for that long... Well, and that's what I'm saying. is like, even lackluster first kisses yeah. I've had, I've kind of powered through and, like, then it's maybe you were awkward in that moment. Like, you know... Like... I think it would have made more sense if she had said... I had these feelings for you for so long, but after everything with my sister, that I just don't been, feel it anymore. That would have made more sense. Yeah. But you don't see that. No. So then... And then she runs onto that boat because oh, there's a yeah. wedding on the boat when she knows Kevin is there, James Marsden is there, and has this grand overture because, of course, you can't do anything quietly, so you have to get up on stage and declare your feelings which i thought were a little strange it just it didn't come off as this big it didn't come off as very emotional for me it was yeah. just no she's very yeah, she's just the character's very this. cold overall and then he says get over here <laughs> that's his line i'm like hmm is that i wrote is that sexy <laughs> No, like it's top notch. Get, hey, you get off that stage and get over here. End of movie. Like how, what? How does he not see her jump onto the boat too? Like right. I feel like you would have. People would have been like that. Would have been the significant. Thing. That was the moment to have. It's not a big enough boat to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a good sized boat. No, right? instead she has to wander through the crowd up onto the stage. Of course, you yeah. Know? And then upstage as a bride at her own wedding, which, you know, that's kind of like rule number one. Don't do that. Right. Except the bride's super excited to see her because she recognized her from the news article. And so then they fall in love, which, you know, of course. And and then a year later, they're Mm -hmm. they're getting married on a beach. beach. Her sister is there, meets Catherine Eagle's boss. They obviously haven't talked in a year. She gives him her entire life story. And see that? That's that's a good like second me cue. Yeah, I like that's that. better. I felt mm-hmm. real sparks in that moment between yeah, them, that which was I th- good. you know I think was the point. Yeah, and and then the moment she's we've, grown up, mm-hmm. and then the mm-hmm. moment we've been waiting for the whole movie. Catherine Heigl appears in her twenty eighth dress. Yeah, and and as a real f you to her bridesmaids, she. <laughs> Well, I thought they were all wearing yellow because her sister's wearing yellow. So I thought they'd come out all wearing yellow. And I was like, yellow, every woman knows yellow is the worst color to make someone wear. Oh, no, I like, didn't There know are that. very few people who can wear yellow because it just is a bad, it's bad for most skin complexions, you know. And so it's like, wow, that's a real F you, like make everyone wear yellow. But only her sister was wearing yellow. Everyone else... All 27 other bridesmaids were forced to wear their own bridesmaids' bridesmaids dresses, which was just... Just a good... Yeah. And that, in what I kind of thought they were going to do at first, 
Um, and I actually think I would have liked a lot better than what they ended up going with. Because mm-hmm. um, earlier in the movie, he's asked her, why do you why do you go to all these? It's like, well, they'll be there for me one day. Mm-hmm. And I thought they were going to do like that long pan and it would be like kind of in her head, like all these people that have been behind me and led mm-hmm. me to this moment. Like they aren't really there. It's kind of like her daydreaming Thoughts. and pondering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And instead, no, I think there's supposed to be a literal <laughs> pier that extends oh, yeah. like 40 feet that these yeah. women are. 27. Yeah, 27 women are staying there, yeah. understandably, I would think furious, you know, but, <laughs> yeah. um, and she still had all the accessories for those dresses I too, know. like the collars. And it would and... assume that they could all wear her size. Yeah. Or did. The, <laughs> or the, get it all tight. She is very tall, so maybe. They could have cut it. They could have made it a little bit shorter. <laughs> yeah. Worn it again later. I love that. Um, Kristen Ritter is the receptionist. She's the goth one. Oh, yeah. I like her. Yeah. I love her. I was like, Kristen. I cannot think what else she's in. Though. She's in Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. She's, she's Jane. his, his uh, girlfriend yeah. that dies. Well, there you go. Spoiling Breaking Bad. If you haven't watched it by this point, <laughs> you know, you're, you're... Justin ruined it. No. If you haven't watched it by this point, it's 2018. Okay. So here's my idea. Here's okay. my... We're, we're going to go to... Um, <clears throat> this is... Uh, this is a new segment. It's called Justin Pitch's a sequel. It's already been 10 years. And here's the sequel. Okay. Right. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. I didn't really plan this out, but I'm just going to spitball it. So we we both very much love her friend, played by Judy Greer. Yeah. She's she's a she's a hard-drinking, hard-working lady that likes to go out with gentlemen. And knows and herself. Fun. And knows herself. Oh, yeah. and she had a line that I, I didn't address <laughs> about that she was coming back from a two-day... two-day, one-night stand. A two-day, one-night stand. Because I was like, why are they going to work on a Sunday? And then I realized it was Monday morning. That's not a thing. No, it's not. There's never a world in which that is a thing. Okay. That's not a one-night stand. But that's where we're going to jump off in this movie. So we have have Judy Greer. I don't have the name of the movie yet. I don't like 30 dresses. I think you just got to do away with the whole dresses thing. We've got a different direction, but it's Judy Greer. Okay. She's... Catherine Heigl maybe makes a quick appearance in it, but she's not in this movie. Maybe in the beginning, like a passing of the torch show, you mm-hmm. know, talking about, you know, are you still going out and partying? She meets a guy at a wedding. They have a two-day thing. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden they part ways. And all of a sudden she has feelings she's never had before. She panics and is just like, I'm never going to call this guy again. Come back like six, seven months later. Mm-hmm. Okay. They see each other in the street. And they kind of have an awkward second meet cute. And you can tell there's sparks, but they're both resisting it. Neither of them really wants to say anything. And then they they maybe have a little argument or something, start to walk away. And then they both turn around, bam, at the same moment and start screaming about how they haven't been able to stop thinking about each other for six months. Hmm. Then from there, you kind of jump into your basic romantic comedy. Uh, some sort of hijinks happens, mm-hmm. maybe involving a... Let's go with a, a niece. Yeah, let's go with like an older niece. Maybe at the bachelorette party, the niece has too much to drink. And no, no, no. Let's nix, let's nix the niece thing. I do like bachelorette parties. Something happens at the bachelorette party. Ooh, that's it. She has too much to drink because the niece is giving her too much liquor. Okay. She gets drunk. She blacks out. She wakes up in bed. With a naked stripper. gentleman, stripper, mm-hmm. and he's dead. No, I'm just kidding. Well, we could. I would. That maybe. Ooh, intrigue. The so stripper's there. She doesn't remember the night. 
she keeps going over in her head if she has to if she tells the groom or not mm. wedding day wedding no 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 not wedding day i don't want to ruin the wedding day too beautiful yeah let's go with let's go with rehearsal dinner <laughs> so we'll kind of match what goes on in this movie okay. she finally breaks down and tells him he calls off the wedding obviously mm-hmm. and that's when the co- did i say cousin or niece? niece that's when the niece comes up Maybe casual, casually, like maybe eating an apple or drinking a drink. Like something very where this is like not front of mind to her. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, and what's going on? She gives her a run and she's like, oh yeah, no, you didn't sleep with him. Boom, comedic bite of apple. Like where'd you get an apple from? But boom, <laughs> comedic bite of apple. Like, oh no, you didn't sleep with him. Like, wait, what are you talking about? Like, no, he, he went in there and passed out. Or you went in there and passed out and like I slept with him or something like that. And mm. then just like. You know, something where, like, I know you didn't sleep with him, nothing happened. Or, like, oh, he's gay. Mm-hmm. That's actually a better angle. Go with that. Like, oh, no, he's that's my friend. He's he's very gay. He did not sleep with you. You did not sleep with him. Hmm. That's how we got him. Boom. They She catches the guy right as he's about to... No, we cut to the guy. We see him at a strip club about to make a bad decision. And at the last minute... At the last minute, he says, I can't do this. Boom. Walks out of the club, face-to-face with her, just by complete chance. Oh, yeah. And then uh, maybe get married, maybe get married that very night. Night court. We could Mm. have a couple, we could have a John Larroquette cameo in it. Yeah, that'd be fun. Oh, my God. I think we just wrote a movie. It needs a snappy name. Or we could do something where we bring, like, Arrested Development people in or something. Like cam? Are you thinking actual yeah. characters or just no, quick cameos? Just like cameos. Because I think, what if we got? What if we got Michael Sarah and he doesn't have any lines? He is just literally in the background of shots, barely in focus, passing randomly. <laughs> so you keep having to remind, rewind the movie. Going, is that Michael like Sarah in the background? <laughs> uh, Jason Bateman could be in the night court. Mm-hmm. He could be a arguing. Lawyer. He could be a lawyer. A maritime lawyer. Yeah, he could yeah. be. A, oh my god, this just writes itself. Yeah. But we. Ah, all right, so we'll work on a name. But I think the <laughs> I think the nuts and the bolts here are good. Who do you see as the romantic lead for the guy? Is, is there anyone really jumping jumping to mind here for you? Someone Jason Biggs ish. Why not Jason Biggs? I don't know. I don't know if he could pull it off though. I see her being more with like a. Like a like a bad boy. Really? Yeah. I didn't see that. Or like a party, because she's a partier. I don't mean like a mm-hmm. bad boy, but like, you know, Jason Biggs is is usually a little more straight-laced. Mm-hmm. Ooh, no. What about, what about Stifler? He's too hot for her. You, they uh, don't match up. I, I think I like that. I, I like that, though. He hasn't mm-hmm. been in anything in a while, too. I bet we could get him. I don't see it. Okay, fine. But well, you do. It's your vision. Well, okay. So that, I think that is, uh, do you have any more notes or anything to really go over? We, I don't think so. I mean, you've got much better notes than me. Than me. Most of mine are kind of slapped together. And uh, yeah. Okay, so what are we doing? Do you have any opinions on next week or um, just figure Never it out? been kissed? Let's 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 pencil in never been kissed. Okay. We may be able to have a guest star next week. I'm not a hundred percent sure. No. Uh, a good friend of ours from uh, the city of angels, Los Angeles, Taryn will oh, be in Taryn. town, and she nice. knows her movies. So mm-hmm. I figured I did actually. She buy... also knows her highways. <laughs> <In the byway>. <laughs> <laughs> 
I did. That was the other. That was my main surprise. I bought a third microphone, so now we can oh. have another guest. And the second thing that wasn't really a thing was a Terran maybe in Texas. Cool. So, um, let's pencil in Never Been Kissed. All right. And um, that's romcomcom.com. Thanks for uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Go upstairs now.